Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me this week is Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah. So, for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Uh, my name is Brandon. I live in Kansas City. Um, I am on the podcast Infamous MCP. Uh, I go by Mutilus on Discord and the internet, and uh, I like MCP. Yeah. Uh, you have been... I've been trying to track down someone from the Infamous podcast for quite a while, I'll be honest. Oh, really? <laughs> uh-huh. And... I some of it was whenever you would introduce yourself for the longest time, it would be, uh, "Hi, I'm Mutilus on the forums." I'm like, "Watch forums." Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I have a vengeance with the forums. Uh, I'm not a huge fan, which is well known from people that listen to my podcast. However, I think I did make one post, but I don't even know if it was on a relevant topic because I, I, I immediately stopped using the forums. I'm just not a fan of the forums format in general. But yeah, I. Uh, I'm kind of an anomaly because I have a podcast, but I don't read the internet very often, so a lot of things just miss me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've been like trying to track you down for a while, and then uh, you appeared on the um, Danger Room Year End list, uh, Year End mm-hmm. list, and I'm like, "Ooh, Jacob, do you have a point of contact for one of them?" And it's like, "Yes," and that's how I finally got. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I talk to Mike a lot, but I've only I've only spoken to Jacob a couple times on Discord. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, but yeah, so uh, I am super excited because I have listened to you guys for a while. Um, so yeah, it's it's nice to finally have a representative from your podcast on here. Um, Thanks. Now I must ask you what some think is the hottest question of the week. What character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? Uh, it's super easy. It's Doctor Doom. Yep, that's that's another that's one I've heard a lot. Yeah, um, I, I assume he's a pretty popular one. Um, I could try and come up with somebody else if you like, but that's <laughs> that's a hundred percent my number one by like a million. Doctor Doom and Nightcrawler are currently the two most popular I hear. There you go. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I I am also much more obscure in my taste. The only reason I care about if Doctor Doom or the Fantastic Four come out is if fucking Victorious is included with them, who's like an obscure side Doctor Doom character. Yeah, okay. I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, if I had to pick another one, I'd probably say Bishop. Bishop would be a cool ad. Bishop is cool, yes. Mm. Uh, so, uh, Victorious is one of the few named members of the Latvalian God. Okay. Um, and I just think she has a really cool design, and, you know, I'm always for getting more women into this game. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh... So, who did you bring for us to talk about today? Um, I wanted to talk about one of my favorites early on in the game, which was the original Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, when he first came out, uh, we all read the card and we were like, okay, well, this is just, this is going to break the game. And then it, the, like Doctor Strange came and went and nobody played him. And I was like, you guys are missing some, so I just had to try him. And uh, I played Doctor Strange and Magneto in uh, our Kansas City meta for about two months 
until people just asked me to stop playing it because it was extremely oppressive in our meta. And admittedly, our meta was very fighty compared to the worldwide meta, I think. So a lot of people were just running down the middle trying to fight you, and that those two guys would just take people apart. Yeah. Um, we have uh, some notable Doctor Strange enjoyers in our local meta. He is a very, very solid model. He was also one of the first releases that I ever uh, picked up when I bought into the game. Cool. Because uh, I came in on the month where it was Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Ant-Man, and Wasp were the uh, boxes. Yeah. Um, man, Ant-Man. I missed on Ant-Man. That guy is really good. I yeah. uh, I regret not playing him more back in the day. Uh, I've, I've recently been playing him in Mystique, and he is annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. I bet. Yeah, I think people didn't grok Ant-Man and Wasp at all when they came out. Yeah, at the time, I, obviously, the we were pretty deep in the COVID bunker at that point, so there wasn't a lot of cross-play. And so all we looked at was uh, he doesn't even get any affiliation bonuses from Steve because all the stuff costs one. Mm -hmm. And it's we didn't really understand the transform rules very well. And so we were just like, ah, but what do you do? Like, you only get one good attack, like, every couple turns. But then we we started understanding the transform rules better. We're like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, both of those characters, I think, are still being slept on, despite being really solid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we have covered Doctor Strange one time before, so, of course, we're not going to put him in any of his affiliated homes, which are Convocation, Defenders, or Midnight Suns. And then last time, we put him in Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. Uh, yeah. Which uh, is an interesting list. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, that's a lot of extra board control on top of, like, an extra scoring list, so that's that's interesting. Well, and it's also, like, he has the heal and he has the extra defense dice for a team that yeah. wants to stay healthy for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, are there any places that immediately jump out to you as places you want to put Doctor Strange? Um, so the obvious play that we've looked at the most is Avengers with Steve, uh, mm -hmm. because he's just the, the opportunity availability of the power discount is huge. Um, that being said, though, I don't know that it really matters as long as it's somewhere that helps him with his power cost. Mm -hmm. um, but even then, like, there's a lot of opportunities, I think. Yeah. Uh, one of the most dirty ones I have seen that does kind of help him with his power cost is X-Men. Okay. Uh, because you always get a shield on defense rolls when you have cover. That's true. I didn't think about that. And you, and he's a medium base for them to storm hop off of. You're constantly mm -hmm. getting cover, and you and he loves getting cover. He doesn't like fighting into cover necessarily. So yeah. having that. Uh, but he has the range to sit outside of cover and protect your more forward pieces while um, uh, he is still uh, doing reposition control. Yeah, and also allowing him to, to storm hop gives him the action economy he needs to always be in range, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that for sure. So that one I have actually played into, and it is very dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I guess, I don't know what we should tackle first, but I just want to bring up one of the points that, uh, we are seeing in our area, Malekith kind of come back with a vengeance. Now that people realize he hasn't been nerfed 
quite as much as they initially thought. Yeah. Um, and having the ability to reroll against him now, I think, makes Doctor Strange very dangerous against him mm-hmm. with the uh, the ability to either stagger or activate him on a regular basis and push him with the uh, the energy attack. Yes, I, I do think he's a solid Malekith counterpiece. Um, so that that is something to keep in mind. Um, are there any other affiliations that really jump out to you? Um, let me take a look here. Um, A-Force could be interesting because you'd have um, She-Hulk as a constant bodyguard. Yeah. And also you would have um, the ability to increase her defense on a regular basis as well. It seems pretty seamless that she gets attacked. You give her two extra defense dice, she takes one, and Strange gets a power back. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem being, obviously, that's 11-point package, so that's that's a little expensive. Yeah. Um, a lot of the power economy leaders are expensive. Mm-hmm. which makes uh, combining, like, doing what you were talking about, the Magneto uh, version of Strange, that's also a very expensive 11-point package. Right, yeah. But again, that gives you the uh, the access to cover that you were talking about he likes so much. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, I, think, I think everyone likes being a Guardian, and I think mm-hmm. they... I think he has some interesting... Uh, I think he likes being able to choose when he wants to use... I I think he is a solid holder of winging it tokens because he can choose between basically two roles which one is better for him to go forward on specific re-rolls rather than all re-roll. Yeah, I agree. Also, um, I believe he can just flatly re-roll skulls, and yes. so you can even winging it when you don't need to re-roll the whole thing, uh, which is nice. Yes, may modify and re-roll skull dice results. Yes, yeah. so he can just flatly adjust skulls. Um, mm-hmm. I also want to bring up, uh, where was it? Uh, Cabal. Red Skull Cabal. Okay. As I think there is a Red Skull Cabal that is every attack has some amount of displacement on it. Uh, Okay. Red Skull Cabal. Where you're getting the power economy off of it. Uh, Red Skull notably is one of the definitely the cheapest, one of the few characters that has two different ways to move size 5 characters. Yeah, I think people really don't realize that because he's such an old throwback character that he's it's kind of the original design of there's just a, it either had displacement or it didn't. It wasn't size restricted back yeah. then. Uh huh. Um, and I think I think there are uh just enough characters in Cabal that you can start doing a displacement heavy team, uh, and you get some the amount of defensive shenanigans you get between a Red Skull and a Doctor Strange is a lot. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's not terrible. I don't hate that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it also lets you build a really crazy, hard-to-figure-out list, because Cabal just has so many expensive, good characters that you kind of got an all-a-cart of, like, what cool combo you want to play this game. And also, uh, on a side note for the new Shiny that is coming out in a couple days but has been added to the affiliation document, uh... Doctor Strange plus Ulick sounds horrible to play into. I haven't looked at Ulick too much. I know we talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me take a look here. 
Because he has the um, the advance, then place, then attack. Uh huh. Yeah. And a scythe will throw on terrain mm-hmm. feature. He gets a scythe for push. Uh, he's another character that can get has a Yahtzee stagger token. Oh yeah. Uh, so a Yahtzee activated token, and just a random stagger token. And just giving him two extra defense dice plus his flat reduction means damage is not coming through often. Yeah, that's true. Um, I th- I think thinking back now, we were playing Stagger Tribal in Criminal Syndicate. Oh yeah, just everyone staggers. <laughs> yeah. Um. Also, I think people have forgotten how good Modok is and a Doctor Strange plus a Modok is a really scary combo. Yeah, I played Modok at LVO and man, he was an all-star. He just carried me through multiple rounds. Uh-huh. Um, I've been playing uh, Modok, uh, uh, Shadowlands Daredevil, and uh, Crystal recently. Okay. Because they turn because there's about you have a decent shot of being able to turn one aim lackeys on Crystal for her to set up, like, insane beams and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And get her to, like, triple attack turn one. It's brutal. And then her double re-roll, including a re-roll skull. Huh. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Just taking a look at all the other affiliations, make sure I'm not missing anything that yeah. would be fun. I was just looking at Sentinels, thinking that Cassandra Nova, Doctor Strange, and Prime could be interesting. Yeah. That that could be an interesting splash, but mm-hmm. you do not build a roster around just one threat value. Yeah. But what, that's 15 points for three models? Yeah. Yeah, it would make it certainly very hard to uh, get a... Yeah. But that would be a very annoying game of team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't feel like we're missing too much here. So I feel like Guardians, Cabal. I think Cabal over Brotherhood because you can do a lot of the Brotherhood game with just the Cabal pieces. So I think that's better than Brotherhood, which is what I used to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Avengers is the simplest. Um, and then... Yeah, I don't see much else. X-Men is good, yeah. I think I would personally lean towards Cabal over X-Men mm-hmm. because you end up with the place and um, potentially cover by either Magneto or by Bodoc, but it's certainly less prevalent than it is with X-Men. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually just sitting here thinking it could be really good in Hydra, but I've just played a bunch of Hydra, so I want to kind of move <laughs> away from Hydra. So let, let's talk about it for a second just because... Um... I think a part of this this beginning portion of the podcast is we lay out all these options. So if the the rabbit hole we go down is not the version of what someone listening will take, they can still have right. like ideas of where else to go. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think Hydra is a very interesting option because he is very consistent at getting at least one damage through. Yeah. Um, so it gives you yet more healing, which is great. Um, di- counter displacement by moving their stuff around is great because you're effectively um, slowing their game down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're you're reducing their action economy. You're uh, usually giving them negative effects because you can easily do the Strucker 
um, despore virus and then hand out poison to all their people, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And then and then also healing your own guys. And so the uh, some of the problem of Hydra is like sometimes you'll just kind of get one shotted and the healing won't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously adding the two defense dice will help a lot with that. Yeah. Yeah. That that does seem like a very solid thing. And also, if you have the points for uh, Red Skull Hydra, just that solves his power issue. Yeah, a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the Red Skull leadership. I think Strucker is better almost every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I'm crazy. So I was I was playing Red Skull leadership to turn on uh, with Cyclops. So you could uh, super consistently reposition Red Skull with Field Leader to get him into the right position to just murder people. Okay, yeah. Uh, it was fun. Don't know if it was good, but it was fun. Yeah, that's not bad. That that's what you'll hear me say a lot. I don't know if stuff is good, but I know when yeah. it's fun. <laughs> no, yeah, I love playing gimmicky stuff sometimes just because it's a good time. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the most competitive thing, it's just fun. Uh I know one of the first things I am planning on doing when I get uh the new models is playing all Thorfo's Cabal. Because we have reached this critical mass where it's like, we got Scourge, Loki, Enchantress, Malekith, Ulic, all yeah. in Cabal now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, Man, there's just so much stuff in Cabal. I'm thinking about all the possible options. Yeah. Do we want to go with Cabal today, then? Um, man, I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say. <laughs> it's a tough choice. Um, my first instinct is still Avengers, but I feel like that's a known gimmick because I think a lot of people will do the uh, Doctor Strange cable plan where you combo them together, but it's not the. I think that's kind of linear because you're obviously planning on spending ten points out of affiliation yeah. every game. Mm-hmm. I guess Cable's affiliated, but uh-huh. or is he not? No, he's not. No, oh, I'm looking not. at A-Force. Uh, is he, I Cable think he is might... Avenger, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Avengers has too many people. Yeah, they do. They really do. I, th- I think Avengers and Cabal both need to be pared down a little bit and maybe some of them be split off into their own faction. Like, we have enough yeah, like characters we the can the new do. Avengers or Ultimate Avengers or something and just cut it in half. Well, it's also, um, I don't, I think Iron Fist Luke Cage should have been Defenders only. Mm-hmm. Um, and make them, like, the showpiece characters of why you want to play Defenders. Yeah. Um, and then I, as I mentioned earlier, we have enough things we could just make a Thorfo's uh, affiliation at this point. Yeah, like enemies of Asgard. Yeah. Because there are just so many of them in the game. How many Thorfo's do we have and we don't have a single Hulk villain or a single uh, Ant-Man villain? Yeah, I actually think we're about to uh, see a lot of Hulk stuff coming around the corner. I think so, too, just from the release of today. Yeah, they teased Immortal Hulk today. Um, yeah. Well, we also, for people that watch the She-Hulk TV show, they they put Scourge in the MCU. 
So I think there's that abominations in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So I, feel, I think it's around the corner. We already got the agents of smash card. So they're, they're clearly, you know, conscious of it at least. Mm-hmm. I, I am a, a Hulk line will get us one step closer to getting champions, which is what I'm hoping for at some point. Okay. Cause it will give us a Medea's chair. Um, and yeah, I think I think Hulk has some really interesting villains that could be fun. Abomination, Leader, um, God, I'm forgetting people's names right now. So yeah, yeah, I don't know that many of the Hulk pantheon villains. Uh, obviously, Red Hulk could be interesting. Mm-hmm. I want Joe fix it. Is that is that the guy with the like? I mean, he's a mechanic with a wrench. No. Okay. Uh, Joe Fixit is one of Hulk's alternate uh, personalities, where he just goes to Vegas and become a mob enforcer. Do you want <laughs> okay. mob enforcer Hulk with double that, Tommy that guns? That would be fun. Double Tommy gun Hulk. That would be fun. <laughs> and he could be criminal syndicate traded. <laughs> yeah, he could be. Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, I'm still surprised we don't have any Ant-Man villains. Yeah, like yeah, Yellow Jacket. No Yellow Jacket. Um, no, no ghost. ghost. No, no. They, I, they. The transform mechanic is just so cool. I'm surprised they didn't do more with it in its first wave. Yeah. So a lot. I think you just have to understand that there's just such an embarrassment of riches of good things you can release. And so when people like Ulick come out, everyone gets mad because like, why wasn't this my favorite character? Because no one wanted Ulick. But, yeah, it's just weird. I was excited for Ulick. Well, there you go. See, someone was happy, at least. But I also, the more obscure the character, the more excited I am, because they get to do weirder stuff the more obscure a character is, I find. Yeah, and and so sometimes it's more about what the f- affiliation needs and not about what character needs to be released next. Mm-hmm. And I think it's good that they, they're kind of sprinkling in the deep-cut characters, because... If you only release A-listers, then after five years of releases, now we're just releasing B-list characters, and nobody's interested in that. So you got to mix it up. You can't just do all the top stuff. Yes. So have you figured out which one, we, which rabbit hole we're going down today? Yeah, I think I want to do a board manipulation list, and the more I look at it, I think I want to do Avengers for that reason because okay. they have so much just easy movement abilities. Yeah, they have too much stuff in that list. Way too much. Here's here's the fun um, curveball, though. I'll say I want to take two of the leaders, but I'm going to plan on Steve being the leader. Mm-hmm. But I really want to have Hulkbuster as an alternate leader yeah. for the, the times that you go against the collisions. Because that's really Strange's biggest weakness. And so if you're running the Hulkbuster's affiliation, he's much harder to get off the table. I will say, Hulkbuster is a piece that I'm surprised I don't see more. I Yeah, I think it's the most underrated leader in the entire game. Well, oh, even out of affiliation, he was a yeah. monster for me in Kingpin Criminal Syndicate. Oh, yeah. It was, I played Hulkbuster, Hood, and Kingpin, and then some other stuff, and it was just monstrous. Yeah, I totally agree. I just played a recent game against Aaron where he played um, Shadowlands with a bunch of rapid fire stuff. I just put Hulkbuster on the table and he just dominated the entire game, basically. And it's just like, oh, 
okay. <laughs> it's like, it's like you can't kill him because all your four dice attacks won't hurt him. So he's just going to sit here and move all your stuff off the points. Oh, sorry, it's against Jeremy, not Aaron. But I, I also knows. think a character that has not gotten played a bunch recently, but it's very solid into those rapid fire lists is Task, Taskmaster. Oh yeah, yeah. For the extra defense dice, I haven't seen Taskmaster on the table since like a month month after he came out. Maybe like it's been so long. I ever think since he's solid. Yeah, I, I think I played him a lot back then, and he was really good. But uh, we were huge fans of Punisher as well, so Punisher was on a lot of tables as well. But then when they updated Bucky, both of those models just never saw the table again. I I have gone back to playing Punisher in Criminal Syndicate. I really like Punisher. I think the the spec ops movement is so underrated yes. because it, the the action economy it, it, range short plus three is so far that people just don't realize they're in threat range. Well, moreover, and the thing I use him for is there is a criminal syndicate list that's playing all midline secures. Okay. Uh, and you're you're you have built your list. Where you can walk up, do an attack, and then get on the point. Yeah. Turn one. And he is mm-hmm. one of the characters that can do it. Um, so you're like, because Shadowlands can walk up Baton Snare, walk onto the point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have Rhino in affiliation that can do it, Craven in affiliation that can do it, Electra in affiliation that can do it. Uh, and then you have, uh, you can do it with uh, Bully Cap, you can do it with. Uh, Punisher, just all sorts of characters that can attack and then reposition. Yeah. It's a real fun list. Yeah, it sounds like it. I That's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we got our two leaders in there. Who's your next Avenger? Because, by God, there are too many of them. Yeah, so my next go-to would obviously, I think, be Black Panther uh, for this list. Hard to kill, extra defense dice is really powerful, and has board manipulation. Uh, if we're talking about board manipulation characters in Avengers, I also want to bring up another B character, Beast. Yeah, Beast, Beast is next on the list. People forget, Beast is very good. I there was about six months where I totally forgot he could throw people. I thought he could only throw terrain for so long, and I was like, "Yeah, he's still okay." And then someone threw one of my characters. Like, wait a second, what? He can throw people, and I was like, "This character is broken." <laughs> I think he's good in every affiliation he's in. I think he's a very good X Men, especially mm-hmm. on their pay to flip plan. He is yeah a very good Avengers where he can get a throw a uh, character throw off every turn, and. Mm-hmm. He's a really solid inhuman. Yeah. Um, also, yet yeah, another character that likes having extra defense dice because he gets to reroll his defense dice. Yep. Uh, let's go back to that affiliation document and look at it as it spans two pages. Yeah. Well, at least the Avengers are all on the same page. It's just two columns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so let's see. Let's let's quickly talk about the newest edition okay spider woman yeah um she i don't know if a hundred percent she plays into our game plan but she does have some really interesting reposition options um with her spender getting to 
uh, advance characters and drop objective tokens. Mm-hmm. And she is just so mobile. Um, I'm just refreshing myself. I don't I haven't memorized her yet. Mm-hmm. Very fair. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure on her in this list because she's not consistent, and it's a attack, yeah. not a superpower, so she doesn't get the discount. But I, since she's new and shiny, I did want to bring her up. Yeah. Yeah, she's very cool. I know she's going to see a lot of play yeah. coming up. Excuse me. She has like um, four affiliations. She's in five, actually. We, I remember yes. we. I, I, I was upset about that. Uh huh. But hey, yeah, a new person good. for A Force finally. Yeah, that is good. Like they finally. We. I was actually worried they weren't going to put her in A Force when she's on like all of their tactics cards. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be awkward. Um, so we have a lot of expensive characters. We definitely got to fill out with some some filler. Cheap, yeah, um, cheap people. Um, mm-hmm. I want to bring up a character that has slowly risen in my estimation since uh, the uh, Crisis update. Okay. And it's Corset Black Widow. All right. I, I've always been a fan of Black Widow. Um, she got kind of hated on once Toad came out just because of the, the pure stat difference, but she has a lot of really good abilities. Yeah. Um, sadly, we don't add attack dice or else she becomes nutty. Um, yeah. Just because, hey, two-power stagger. <laughs> yeah. Two-power stagger is very annoying. Uh-huh. Um, also, um, she has... Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Why am I drawing a blank? Uh, martial artist, so extra defense dice yet again, very yes. very potent. Um, stealth is also great. Two point long movers, obviously amazing. Yeah, I'm 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 a big fan of Black Widow. Let's go and throw her in there. Very fair. And she's in affiliation, so we have an in affiliation two threat. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the next one I'm up for is Iron Man. Um, yeah. It just doubles down on your ability to put Helios in the list um, because I used to play Sam and. Uh, you you get to play getting to play Helios in every list is very fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Helios Helios won the Invitational. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, Helios killed a uh, Hulk at LVO. To I was uh, the game. I was watching the Chiefs game at the time. Right. <laughs> yeah, you 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 also won. Yeah, I did. It was a, it was a good weekend. Uh huh. But yeah, and also he has while it's on a wild, he has a size unrestricted push that he has an option for. So for sure, yeah. That is a very good option. Are there any out of affiliation picks that jump out to you as things you want to talk about? Um, what? How many characters are we at right now? We're at seven right now. Oh, that's not bad. I thought we'd be close. Okay, um, well, the go-to for Steve, I think, is Heimdall in our local area. Um, and I haven't gotten to play Heimdall yet, so I'm very excited to put him on the table. Very fair. Um, so I'd like to throw Heimdall on the list. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see, outside of that. I remember the classic Steve pick was always Venom. Really? Okay, I'm a huge Venom fan. Um I play a lot of Venom, though. I don't know that this is the my list for Venom. Mm-hmm. And it's primarily because do I want an unaffiliated 4 and an unaffiliated 5? That is 100% fair. It's just mm-hmm. 
web snare every turn is very powerful. Very good. Um, and then making his counterattack only one instead of two is also very good. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that. Man, that is tempting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. What about... Um, I'm tempted to want to put Luke Cage in, but I think... I, we're, I'm just going to have to live with one bodyguard. Um, you are have as many bodyguards as you can type person? Um, I mostly just like how infuriating Heroes for Hire is. It's like one of the most frustrating cards to play against. Because mm-hmm. it, it, if, if you ever forget, it just ruins the entire round. So, how about we talk about a similar but slightly different and more consistently repositioning character? Uh, Red Guardian. Okay, I, I actually thought that's where you were going. I'm a big Red Guardian fan. Yeah. Um, let's see, Red. He has that. He has Comrade's Keeper, which is knockoff heroes for hire. Mm-hmm. In the truest Russian knockoff sense. Yeah. Uh, but he also has automatic size three push on his builder and an automatic size three throw on his spender. Yeah. He's just three point cap without bodyguard, right? Yeah, basically. Yeah. And more power gen. Yeah, I don't hate this at all. Um, so this would be our third unaffiliated, but this would basically Second. just be an alternate. Well, but he- oh. Heimdall's not an adventure, right? Doctor Strange. I. Second oh right, the original Doctor Strange character. There we go. Um, and let's see. With that, we have two slots left. Uh, we have one slot left. Oh, so this is the last one? Oh, yeah, we did Iron Man. Um, mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's fine. Let's go with Red Guardian. I like that. It's a good place to start testing. Oh, no, least. so we have two slots not including Red Guardian. Oh, yeah, okay, so good. So we, okay. we have one slot left after Red right. Guardian. Um, so should we do Voodoo or... An old, and someone who isn't just like a scenario monster. Um. Ooh. Um. What about Miss Marvel? I haven't played her yet. Ms. She is so much fun. She. Um. I don't think Avengers is actually the best place for her. Okay. I'm not a big fan of the Miss Marvel character, but her kit is amazing. Yeah, I think she she works best in Inhumans. I think. Yeah, or I think so. As I, a web warrior splash where you can do a better tomorrow and just teleport miles halfway across the board. Yeah. Um, like a better tomorrow is such an insane card. Yeah, I, I remember when we first read it, it was like, man, this does this is like infinite things basically. It just keeps going uh-huh. the things it does. Um so Widow's not a good one. Ant Man doesn't have board manipulation. I guess we could do Sam. I'm not a big fan of doing Sam in this list. I don't well, think you need all three leaders, but he does have some board manipulation. Let's talk about someone. Let me double check. I'm remembering his card correctly. Uh, yeah, let's talk about someone with, uh, again, a one-cost board manipulation in Steve that we all forgot about. Vision. Oof. Vision. He's affiliated. Uh, he does a lot. <laughs> yeah, I like Vision. Um, I I just don't like him in the current meta of, of a lot of people running pay-to-flips. 
because he he obviously struggles in pay to flip missions. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is very cool. I think if I was going to go with a four pointer, I'd lean into Voodoo. Fair. Uh, Although that's just because Voodoo needs to be nerfed or banned. Yes. Like just waiting for that to happen. I hate Voodoo. That he this kit exists in the game drives me insane. But yes. I'm not disagreeing with you. So mm-hmm. Sometimes we just gentlemen out of a list having voodoo because he's not interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If if this was a friendly list, I wouldn't even consider it. So I guess that's that's kind of the question. Do we want to do we want to keep this uh, on the game night spectrum or on the tournament spectrum? Yeah, which that is a thing for you to decide. Okay, because this show runs the entire gamut. All right. Hmm. Can we think of any other unaffiliated that'd be really interesting drop-ins? Probably three-pointers specifically. I don't know. Just jumping off the top of my head. I mean, you have some classic pieces like uh, you can get like do the old Valkyrie Beast combo of just two annoying three threats that can throw every turn. Yeah, I forgot about. I forgot she even exists. Honestly, like after that nerf, she never gets played. Yeah, um, still think she's now, solid. Yeah, now I'm sitting here trying to talk myself into putting Wong in the list, so just so I have a healer. But well, we already have like, a healer. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I like lots of healing. <laughs> um, if you just want all the healing, you just play Groot. That's true. Groot, Groot is a good healer. And also, like, I think he's a not terrible Avenger because, like, not for this list, but by God mm-hmm. being able to one cost root someone within range three, so you can turn one root someone. Ugh. Yeah. Oh. Just trying to search three threats, make sure I didn't miss something obvious. Mm hmm. So we have pretty much all the support we need. We um, just want the displacement. Yeah, really just the displacement. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh yeah, I don't know how I forgot this. Uh, Ghost Spider. Yeah, Ghost <laughs> Spider. She is, she is very, very good. So yeah, that that seems like all the characters we need. Yeah, I think that's it. Um, what's your opinion on taking Soulstone? Uh, I'm mixed on it. It's 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 not an every time thing, but it's definitely a consideration. Mm-hmm. So, if the thought is I want absolutely as much power as possible, obviously, I think it's it's a take, but. Just trying to think of visualize my points of like my different list options. Mm-hmm. I should have been building this on my phone so I could just go through it. So our plan is do um, Steve and Stephen Strange. Stephen Strange, obviously. So then we need that's already ten points if we do the stone. Yeah. So we throw in Black Widow, Iron Man, or like Beast and Iron Man mm-hmm. to round out at like fifteen or sixteen. 
those are both good lists. Mm-hmm. I don't hate that. But and then at uh, you can do instead at fifteen, you can just do Steve, Doctor Strange, Beast, Iron Man, anyway. And then at sixteen, you turn turn Beast into Black Panther and do a sixteen of Steve, Doctor Strange without a stone, Black Panther, Iron Man. At sixteen, seems so annoying. That seems dirty. Yeah. Ugh. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go without the Soul Stone for now because yeah. the whole point of Steve was that I probably won't need it. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll go with that. Good so call. What secures do we want to go with? Uh, so we want probably highest scoring possible because that's kind of our our game plan. I would imagine Scoundrels would be really good because stacking cover on top of our already good defense would probably be good. And also, it generates Doctor Strange more power. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the F deployment is so scrunched in that it's really actually really good for bricks that don't mind spreading out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so if we kind of just put Strange in the middle there with Steve next to him, all of our other characters could be on the nearby points and probably still be in the bubble. Yeah. Um, for high scoring past that, I don't think we're quite a pay-to-flip team. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Um, so next up, I would be looking at our Ds. And you mentioned liking healing. Yeah, so um, extremists would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm just wondering if a D deployment is really what we want, because that, that's generally fairly spread out. Yeah. However, we do have Black Widow to hold the back point, and so we can kind of do split force. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. And there's so many new ones now. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because it's... So we don't want... Let's talk about what we don't want then. Uh, I don't think we want pay to flips, which takes out Sword Base, Mutant Madman, uh, uh, Deadly Meteors, yeah. and... Yeah. Uh, spider Portals. Spider Portals. Okay. What about Mayor Fist then? I'm not a huge fan of stun, but the whole point is we're not taking a bunch of damage all at once anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and But that means that they're fairly scrunched in the middle, yeah. and each point's worth two, so it's easier to control two points than four. Yeah. And because we are discounting rather than gaining extra power, our leadership is not countered by stun inherently. That's a good point. So I say go for it. Yeah, I think that's that's and- a good one. That one, we get to play that 16 team I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. of, yeah. of Steve, Doctor Strange, Black Panther, and then either Beast or Iron Man, whichever one you want. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so what about Infinity Formula for a third one then? Yeah. I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah, I think Bs are better for us than Ds are. So I, I like that. Now, the bigger question is Extracts. Ooh, actually, yeah. So normally I am a hyper-aggressive fighty player, and so I normally stay away from some of the missions we're about to be looking at. Um, so I think, is it Paranoia is the one I'm thinking? So Paranoia is 4 on K. Is that the, the scroll deployment? Which one is K? K is the, uh, not the scroll deployment. It is... One on each end, and then two in the middle on the center line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this one is that there's four points, but if you've got 
a point and then an ally within two, you get an extra point. Yes. So I like this one. But it, it caps out at one bonus point per round. Correct. Mm-hmm. But then, if, and then if you're not by an ally, you end up taking a damage. So it's actually it when you pick it up. Yeah, yeah. So, oh boy, that's interesting. I think I'd like to try this one. And it, it, what do you think? Do you think this is a trap, or do you think this is good? I think we are solid on it. I think there are teams that are much, much, much better than us on it. But I think it's still something to try. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I'll just give the disclaimer then that I want to. I mostly want to practice this, so I'd like to put it in this list because it's an option, and I want to get used to playing it. Yeah, no, uh, X Men, Weapon X, and Hydra are all insane on paranoia. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because uh, X Men just sends the healing factor care. Uh, X Men and Weapon X just send up the healing factor characters, and then uh, Hydra picks it up, and the next turn they're healing off of all of the status conditions they give out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, speaking of scrolls, I think that might be an okay spot for us. All right. So scrolls is the, you roll dice and you can get moved, right? Yeah. Physical, physical defense. If you don't get a crit or a wild, you get pushed short by your opponent. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, is, so what's your logic behind this one? Is it just 20 points or? Well, it's also, so we have Black Widow who can get that middle one and then still have a move action back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that, because it's closer than the actual center. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's it's within range, so either Black Widow or uh, Doctor Strange can pick it up and move back, because a medium move, medium base, or a long move, small base can both reach it uh, in one action. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. And then it's also, we are a team that wants displacement, so having displacement in our objectives... Yeah. Is not necessarily a bad thing. And now I kind of wish we had the opportunity to um, have somebody that like Miles, where you could just force them to drop their objectives and then maybe not even pick it up and just leave it on the ground. <laughs> that would be funny. And the really funny um, thing, ooh, I need to check timing on something. Uh, yeah, uh, you can forfend uh, if they. Uh, Get pushed by the scroll. Yeah. Oh, for offense, for, that's a turn one thing you can do. If you just early advance uh, Heimdall into threat range, because it would be a one cost for offend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's really funny. <laughs> All right. So let's, um, let's go ahead and do that. So we'll do scrolls and paranoia. Mm-hmm. And then we've got one left. I don't know that I like cubes because uh, damage in the power in the cleanup phase is annoying, um, and we're not really trying to burn people. Uh, so I think I prefer spider, spider infected. infected. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking spider infected too. We also we love those movements. Mm-hmm, exactly. So yeah, we can discombobulate the board every turn. That's nice. And I need to double check the rules form about forfend on. Uh, Spider-infected movement. Oh, uh, it's in the power phase? Then no, because I believe it's limited to once per turn, and the cleanup, the power phase is not a turn. Uh-huh. I believe would be the logic there. Let me double check. Uh, I, I know you can do it with 
other movement things, mm-hmm. but I can't remember a hundred percent. It is. Yeah, I think it's going to be a no because it does say only once per turn. Because it's similar to um, what happens when the demo charge from Ash and Cinder blows yeah. up a piece of terrain with Magneto. You don't get any power because it didn't happen on a player turn. Yes. Yep. So you cannot forfend the spider-infected push, which is sad, but also fair. Fair, yeah. I'll go with fair. Uh, Heimdall's also on that list of things I probably wouldn't play, in, especially into people I liked. <laughs> Well, my, uh, I love the uh, Winter Guard leadership does not say uh, once per turn. Yeah. So you can use it on uh, getting pushed from sword base or even more funny, when you roll and get the extra power plus push off of uh, Cosmic Invasion. Hold on a second. Is it a may or is it a must roll? It may roll a dice. Oh boy! So you can you can super mess with that. That's funny. Uh, but I didn't realize that. That's cool. Uh, well, no, cosmic invasion. You would gain the power, and then you get to roll for yeah, uh, getting pushed by it because the gain power is first, and then the push. It's not a uh, it is um not a if you get pushed, you gain the power. Mm-hmm. So you can just go. Okay, I gain two power, and I don't move because of the leadership. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh-huh. I I did a 10-1 streak across a month with Winter God, so I am very aware of what they do. That's brutal. Uh, yeah. Um, surprise, surprise, Electra is a really good member of the Winter God. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, tactic cards, uh, right. so Doctor Strange has technically a couple tactic cards. Uh, yeah, there's, uh, Vapors of the Valtor, Vapors and then of there's, Valtor. and then there's technically, um, Seven Sons of Cinnabus. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Seven Sons. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not either. Vapors of Valtor is a fascinating piece. I think uh, if you pull it off, it is a very, very impactful card. Yeah. Um, I never had trouble playing it in my games. The biggest problem I had was um, getting priority with it. Because if you got two people standing next to you, you probably aren't running a three or four model list. And if you don't have priority, it's hard to leverage it against a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's an insanely powerful effect. If people aren't familiar, um, you can play it on any model in the game, range three, and then um, the, you basically play three-card Monty, and if your opponent loses the three-card Monty, uh, you get to re-roll any of the attack dice on the on that model. Yes. Uh, but you can play it on enemy models. So if like you play it on Malekith, you're like, all right, well, after everything's done, now I'll re-roll all your successes. And all the crits fail automatically if they get re-rolled unless they're successes again, which is great because the dice have been modified. It's so funny. Well, so, no, that's if you play it on yourself. Okay, did I, did I miss say? Let me check. When the character is targeted yeah, yeah, yeah. by an right. attack. But it does mean you can do this to make a knockoff Dark Reign. Yes. 
where if you're going in now, if you're going into Malakith, you can do this on him, and then suddenly you get a reroll any into uh, his attacks. Yes, in- it's very him. good. Or if, or if you play it on like Steve, for example, and then you do, and let's say Steve's injured, you play Vapors of Altor. He's using Raise the Shield, and then Strange throws in his two dice, suddenly- and you. <laughs> Yeah, he's literally unkillable because you're getting, um, what is that? Eight defense dice, counting blanks, um, re-rolling successful hits, and it's, oh my goodness, it adds up so fast. You could also then play um, uh, Inspiring Monologue on him, so you're re-rolling the eight dice with blanks. It's insane. Uh You can get it to where he, on average, survives like a 45 die attack. Uh So now, uh, my favorite thing is to do it with martial prowess characters. Yes, that's funny. <laughs> like, oh, I'm doing five defense dice. If you don't deal any damage, I deal two back to you. And I'm re-rolling all of your dice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, look, you got one hit. I block. You take two damage. Uh, so it's both a defensive and an offensive card, depending on what you need. It is so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it's very fun. Uh, uh, so let's go and throw that in there. It's hard to not take that. Even if it's in the 10, it might make people think. Yeah. Um, And then... Just straight Avengers cards. Um, Avengers Assemble, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, but I also want to bring up a lesser-used Avengers card. Oh, boy. Well, there's only three that I'm aware of, so I think I know which one this is. Second Wind. <laughs> yep. We are playing Mayor Fisk. Yeah, but you're just going to get stunned again, right? Like, isn't that the whole point? Uh, removing one damage from everyone isn't terrible, but I think our plan is only to have, like, three affiliated characters, right? <laughs> well, so the thing for me is you do it uh, turn two. So you, you go up and play, mm-hmm. and then you do it turn two when everyone's stunned to get them off of stun so they have a full turn of power generation for you without limitation. Mm-hmm. And then you don't care about stunt the rest of the game because you have this reserve of power you've generated already. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's definitely got some game. Um, I just feel like the character I care the most about having power is going to be strange and he yeah. can't play it. Very fair. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up so Avengers players actually, you know, think about this card. Yeah. I used to play Second Wind in for like the first three waves of the game. It was in every Avengers list I played. Mm-hmm. So I, I do know that this card is valuable. That was also back before Hulk was immune to stun. So yeah. Um, I, I would like to just take one moment and talk about anger management, the worst tactics card in the entire game. <laughs> All right, now that we've done that, let's move on. <laughs> that card is so bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's like advanced R and D. If you could only give the power to one person, and it costs life, like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, definitely low. They've rotated out a lot of the bad cards. Yeah, I'm surprised that one kept in. That's insane to me. Because, uh, like, I always would have said Reversal was the worst card in the game. Reversal is quite bad. Um, I think, uh, what is it called? Um, no Retreat was also really bad. Yeah. Because it, it was like, you would have two people near somebody, and then they could both play the card, and all that happened is you got to counter-strike them. Like, it was terrible. Yeah. I thought Seeing Red was legit, though. Seeing Red had a lot of potential, yeah. just no one played it. 
Uh, people were playing it right before the tactics cards rotated. Oh, that's terrible. I was actually really sad to see that one go. Also, heavy ordnance. I miss heavy ordnance. I called I called heavy ordnance the um, the lifesaver counter because if they play lifesaver with the dog and they place with them one then you just heavy ordnance the dog and they die to the explosion. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> not I do not play the dog all that much so uh, the dog is one of my least favorite models in the game. Oh, just a second. My headset broke. Oh no. Anyway, do, 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 oh, there we go. Yeah. I'm back. Cool. But no, uh, the dog is one of my least favorite models in the game. Yeah, I I think the dog is a little pushed, but uh, it's it doesn't get played that much, so it's hard to argue. Uh-huh. It's the way that I play in humans, he just doesn't fit. Yeah. And I never want to see him taken out of affiliation. Yeah, I just think he shouldn't be placed three. It just it should either be range two or cost more power or whatever. It's the place is just I think too strong. But yeah, he doesn't fit in a lot of lists, which is why we don't see him. I did see a uh, space gem lockjaw at the gymnastics event. Wait, can he take the space gem? Well, no, uh, gymnastics oh, okay. uh, gotcha. was the side event where you could put any gem on any character. Oh boy. Uh, everyone had a lot of fun. It was a very cool event, but I saw a Space Gem Lockjaw uh, moving a reality... Uh, turn 1, range 3 move, range 2 move, a reality Hulk. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's scary. Uh-huh. At least it's 11 points, but geez, that's still scary. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, some of my favorites, we saw a Power Gem Cyclops. Uh, just field leader every turn, no matter what. Yeah. Uh, a lot of power jam dark star. Dark star. Yeah. The. Oh yeah, dark star. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we saw a lot of uh power gem uh apex. Yeah. And a lot of reality Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw a Soul Gem uh, Ursa Major. That one I don't get. <laughs> I'm not a big Ursa Major fan. I love the model. He plays better than he looks. Okay. Um, and they were also, so it was a Winter Guard player running Power Gem, Dark Star, Soul Gem, Ursa Major, and uh, Reality Stone, uh, Crimson Dynamo. That would be annoying. The Reality Stone Crimson Dynamo would be annoying. Yeah. But no. Gymnastics was very fun. Anyway, back to tactic cards. Yeah. Uh, so we've got the required reading. Um, I'm a big fan of Patch Up, but I think because we have Strange, we might have to play Brace. Mm-hmm. And I think Indomitable with Steve is almost required. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, then we were talking about Helios Laser Bombardment. Mm-hmm. And Ricochet Blast. Okay. Um, so we need to choose one of those two restrict or one of the three restricteds to not take. Yeah. I... Well, I guess because we have the Doctor Strange heal, we're just going to have to live without patch up, I guess. So yeah. Brace Indomitable, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then Comet Keeper. Yep. That card is so good. 
Yeah, it. I don't know how people haven't made a big deal about it. That that card is better than Heroes for Hire. Yeah, because it's him paying rather than the target character paying. Right. Oh, and also, uh, you know, Omega or not? I always call him Omega. Red. Red Guardian generates extra power anyway in a lot of situations. Yeah. Uh huh. And it has freaking uh, Red Widow on it, so maybe we'll see her sometime oh, yeah. soon. Yeah, maybe. I was surprised she didn't come out like with Red Guardian. Yeah, but I I am constantly surprised by uh, certain characters not appearing in this game yet. Yeah. Um, as, as people will know from last week's episode, I am still surprised we haven't gone to Jessica Jones yet. Yeah, that's true. I feel like Defenders were just kind of skipped over. Like, I was so excited when Defenders were, like, first coming out, and then they just kind of, like, kind of like A-Force. Like, they just forgot about them for, like, a year. I, I have theories as to why. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because they are trying to do it where sets can be insular and always have a leader within every set. Mm-hmm. So that um. So if a set isn't going to have a leader of a certain affiliation, they're just not going to put people in there. But I, I'm not as sure about that as time has gone on. But okay. we will see. Um. So we have three slots left. Uh huh. Um. Let's see. Three slots left. We've got just running through it for my own. Uh, Brace, Indomitable, Avengers Assemble, um, Vapors, mm -hmm. uh, Comrades Keeper. Mm -hmm. And then Helios and Ricochet Blast. Heroes Ricochet, okay. Um, I don't think we're missing any big character-specific tactic cards. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm -hmm. um, Sadly, Vibranium so... Shielding is not, is Wakanda-affiliated. yeah. Um, so, um, I want to talk about a weird card. Okay. Um, that I think has gotten more play as we've gone farther into the game. And that's Red Room Training. Um, that's the, if you daze some, or no, you damage someone, you get to take their objective? No. Which one's this? This one is, at the start of the activation phase, any character may spend two and they gain stealth. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm thinking professionals, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, we are not. Professionals, yeah. actually, no. Professionals is the worst card in the game. No, it's not. Anger management is so much worse than professionals. Well, you have to play professionals before making the attack. No, it's fine. Yeah, I get that. Um, but at least it has a function. Like, the whole point of this is that you could, like, steal an objective from Hulk, right? Even though you can't kill him. Mm -hmm. Like, but anger management says do bad things. Like, that's what the card says. <laughs> Spend power to do bad things. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. Um, but no, it's... We have, I think a stealthy Black Panther is an annoyance upon Sin. I think late game a stealthy Steve is annoying as hell if he has an objective. We just have so many characters that don't have stealth that suddenly giving them stealth makes them super annoying in the late game. 
Yeah, I can see that. Um, what do you think about Face Me? Face Me is a fascinating card that I still don't have. I'm still not 100% sure on my opinion. <laughs> so the fun thing is that we already have Vapors, right? So yeah. if if a Vapored Steve is playing Face Me, it's just free board manipulation. No. Because remember, you do not uh, Face Me does not have to attack the character that played the card. They can True, attack anyone. You, yeah, but you can still bodyguard that attack. Yeah. But it... it I think the fact that it's anyone that they get to make the attack off of makes this card so awkward at times, especially with long-range characters. It definitely can. Um, you could also use it with Black Widow and advance them to, like, just out of stealth range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just scrolling through the endless sea of cards that we have now, making sure I'm not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, escort safety is not terrible, uh, mostly to fix your positioning mid-turn. Yep, uh, mission objective is still very good, even if it did take a hit from so many only-one-can-hold objectives coming into the game. Yeah. Uh, fallback's not terrible either. Yeah. Especially if your meta is rapid-fire-heavy, fallback is really good. Um, yeah. Mark for death is still really solid. Yeah, I, I think Mark for Death is really underrated. Although I'm not really trying, I don't know that it's going to help my list too much. Uh, oh, yeah. Speed becomes realized. slow. That's true. That's not irrelevant. Yeah, because when you reposition them out of the game and then turn their speed, if, if you slow them, uh, set their speed to slow, and then slow them five miles away. Mm-hmm. No, this is very fun to do with a juggernaut right before he, I know, uh, do you know who I am? Someone out of the game. Yeah. No, that's true. Because it's like, cool, you are in the corner of the board, and you are slowed. Also, it's just really good into things like a, uh, into things like a Hulk when you need to burn them down. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have really crazy defense nowadays. Mm-hmm. It helps with modification, but not... Also, if you play into Web Warriors a lot, bring Mark for Death. It is the Web Warriors' worst nightmare. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, was watching, I was watching two of my friends play, and it was Web Warriors Spider Foes. He's just like, man, Venom is just eating my lunch. I'm like, yep, he's literally supposed to. <laughs> like... I think this is the model that was designed to kill your models. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm I'm leaning towards fallback at the moment. Cool. That that takes one of our spots. Um. I feel like we're missing one. That's why I'm scanning so hard. Yeah. Oh, I guess trip up's not terrible. Trip up is very fun. I do enjoy that card. Yeah, and we're gonna have people together. Uh huh. Well, mm, so it's that's only tempting. you only have to have one person in range. That's true. Person, yeah. So no, my favorite thing was to from the back line trip someone up with rocket and just mm. a, and an X twenty three standing in their face. I uh, while I was playing Hydra, I used um, I used Bucky to I've got your back and shoot long range at somebody. 
and I didn't play trip up, but I hit them. I I gave them the bleed and then passed them stagger because I had just played occult research. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, yeah, yeah. So you're staggered and bleeding. He's like, this is ridiculous. So I have to shake bleed and then shake stagger next time I activate. It's like, yes. <laughs> that is very funny. <laughs> um. We don't really have the big people to want to do Smash. We don't have any yeah. other character-specific cuts. Okay, here's a weird one. How do okay. we feel about Psychic Shooting Device? Oof. Uh, I used to hate it. Now, let me let me refresh, because I think it's better in today's meta than it used to be. Um, so, 1 to 5, range X... Um, add to Mystic and then cannot be advanced or pushed by enemy superpowers or yeah, that is definitely not terrible. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Let's throw that in there. Yeah, I just especially if you have convocation in your area. Oh. Yeah, well, a lot of people play all kinds of like bow effects, and now, so yeah, that leaves us one more. I'm leaning mostly towards escort to safety. Fantastic. Sounds good to me. Mm, I think that'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Man, I'm looking at MCPDB and I don't have it sorted by uh, legal and restricted. So I'm looking at all the, oh yeah, climbing gear. Like, oh, <laughs> sad. Yeah. So we have a full list uh, starting with Doctor Strange, Captain America, Steve. Uh, Hulkbuster, Black Panther, Beast, Black Widow, Iron Man, Heimdall, Red Guardian, and Ghost Spider. Then for tactic cards, we have Vapors of Valtor, Avengers Assemble, Blaze for Impact, Indomitable, Helios Laser Bombardment, Ricochet Blast, Comrades Keeper, Fallback, Psychic Shielding Device, PSD, Escort to Safety. And then for Secures, we have Superpowered Scoundrels, Form Sinister Syndicate, Mayor Fisk Vows to Find Missing Witnesses, and Infinity Formula Goes Missing. Then for extracts, we have Paranoia Pummels Populous, Scrolls Infiltrate World Leadership, and uh, Spider Infected Invade Manhattan. Nice. Nice. This seems like a super fun list. Yeah, I'm actually very excited to play this. Mm -hmm. So if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Um, Discord is probably the easiest way. I'm Mulus, uh, hashtag 85, or no, 8337 on Discord. And um, or you could message me on Facebook, uh, Brandon Shirley, or you can contact infamous MCP on Facebook also. Fantastic. And if you want to reach out to me, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Egypt on the non-MCP discords. If you want to support the show, you can do so at the Patreon at patreon.com slash Lexa White, where for $2 a month, you get access to the Morlocks discord. That includes all of my... Uh, custom creations as I work on the versus Capcom expansion that I am designing because by God, do I love those games and want it to exist in here. Um, as well as getting my monthly check-ins and quarterly playlists. And then for $5 a month, you also get the bonus Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast, The Dark Old, that where I share all the weird jank I've been working on. We should have the LVO up, uh, episode up there now, as well as my first half of the month episode up there now. Uh, and uh, also, uh, some, I also put up uh, 
bonus episodes of me and just some people sitting down and talking about movies and TVs and stuff. So that is all a good time. And then if you want to see me play something completely different every uh, Saturday morning at like 3.30 a.m. PST, 6.30 a.m. EST because we're monsters, uh, come see me and the titular Codab at twitch.tv slash codabgames. Uh, designing and occasionally playing some custom Arkham Horror the card game. And then if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp at gmail.com. Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. And keep experimenting, people.